Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. Today, we have reached Minute 126. Minute 126 begins with Keone's reuniting with his family, and it ends with uh, Gunny walking through the crowd of Marines and civilians and band members. Just as it ends, you get a brief shot of Lieutenant Ring in the background. <laughs> we welcome everybody back. I'm Brian. I'm Jack. So we're, we're getting more of this homecoming ceremony, more of the mutual respect paid to Gunny and, and uh, Stitch. They've, they've really come a long way, as we've said. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's much different than when they first met each other. Yeah. I, I mentioned the other day that I rewatched this movie, you know, beginning to end, not broken up in any little bit, not searching for one, just as pure enjoyment. And as funny as <laughs> I was finding stuff in the movie that I'm like, did I mention this on the podcast? Because I can't believe, like, you know, like I was noticing even more stuff. I, I've heard plenty of podcasters say that when they go through a movie minute by minute afterwards, they can't not have a critical eye for pretty much any movie they watch. Yeah. And I'm beginning to see that, especially with this. I was like, oh, I can't believe I didn't mention this or, oh, this, this and that. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, that scene where Gunny reunites with Stitch Jones in the barracks when they realize, you know, who who's who's there after the after he steals his stuff for the you know the first time when he, yeah and and it's almost played like a horror movie uh, <laughs> yeah the camera work is so, I mean I don't we don't really get into like the camera work or any because that's not our thing we're not um I, you know I mise en scène and all that crap like I only know so much but. The way they film that and the zoom ins and the you know, on both faces, the like, like I said, I mean, if there was like ee, 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 music playing, it would have been <laughs> perfect. Like, yeah, the realization on both their faces, Gunny realizing who it is, and now he's like, he's pissed and he's going to get his revenge. And it's like, well, 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 well. <laughs> like, Cleese like, is so good. Like, and then, but, but Mario Van Peebles is, I, I, <laughs> I mean, like I said, we—he's a star, but I mean, this guy should could have been a superstar. I—I I think he should have been. Like, he is so good in this movie. Yeah. His his oh shit look and horror yeah. with my oh. just it's, it's so, and it zooms in on his face, so it's the funniest thing. And they and they cut back between the two of them, and especially too because he comes out singing and he's like, oh shit, it's awesome. Yeah. It's so good, it's so good. Yeah. And of course, now you get these guys walking as basically equals at this point yeah and smirking and really having appreciate i mean literally gunny's handing the torch to him he said look there's nothing for me now that besides they got you you know i mean granted stitch jones is no tom highway but but he's got potential you know (laughs) yeah And and he's different than tom highway but he's a good marine you know yeah yeah he's uh charismatic he's got good leadership qualities when he uses them he's uh yeah yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, we joked about like if they ever did like a sequel where they if they do, you know, where how they do the sequel reboots now, you know, St- Stitch Jones could play a charismatic first sergeant or, you know, sergeant major at this point. You know? <laughs> like, like, I, I could see Heartbreak Ridge to Electric Boogaloo and, and Stitch Jones, <laughs> you know, being the charis, but it just he'd be different than Tom Highway. You know, he would but he could. He he could do that. I, I would I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
just before Stitch and Gunny break off, and I think this is the last time we see we see Stitch Jones. We maybe get a brief glimpse of glimpse of him next minute in the background, but I really don't think so. I think I think we say goodbye to Stitch. Oh no, yeah, yeah, as he gets swallowed up by that uh, crowd of young ladies. Something we never got to see when we were in was um, happy women when we came home. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, us getting swallowed up by a bunch of you know <laughs> happy young women. <laughs> <laughs> only at the strip club only yeah exactly and i don't think they were happy <laughs> um no uh yeah we say goodbye to him uh it's a nice it's a nice moment because he says you know um well first off before that i like the i, I like this it's kind of just glossed over but i guess all these marching bands and parades are old stuff to you and and he's like uh gunny's just says i actually to tell you the truth this is the first time Stitch doesn't acknowledge that. He's just like, well, there are my ladies. Gunny, duty calls. <laughs> yeah. And he goes off. And actually, that is the last line of dialogue in this movie. It is, isn't it? Gunny, duty calls. Yep. And given what we just learned about him re-upping, there's dual meaning to that, actually. He's, you know, obviously duty calls. He's going to go, he's going to go take B. Stitch Jones. Uh, yeah. Duty calls because booty calls. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I think we got our title. <laughs> uh, he's going to go, you know, service the ladies because he is a, an authority on lovemaking and music making, as we've been yeah. told. Yeah. But, but he's also duty calls is he's he's going to re up and and continue on as a marine and not some asshole rock and roll star. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think he's going to do both. <laughs> Gunny continues on. He's got no one there, at least not so far. Yeah. He goes through the crowd. He, he's looking around. We we get a good thing of uh, we see basically the rest of Recon for the most part um, reuniting because we get a Forgetti, we get Keones again, uh, we get Collins. We really didn't see him reunite with his family earlier. We get Collins, we get Lieutenant Ring with his family of all wearing glasses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wonder how many of those were actually like the real family members. Oh, that would be kind of neat. That would be kind of cool if um, they could have just had their the real life people kind of come and greet them. I mean, yeah. you, I mean, you know, obviously they could have just pulled any extra and be like, Hey, you're going to be this person. You're going to be this person. But yeah, you look at Lieutenant rings family and you could really believe that that's. His real yeah. life family. Well, and, and you look at some of them, some of the reactions actually look like people that actually know each other. Like they're not some extras that they just yeah. kind of stuck together. Like, I don't care how good an actor you are. There's just some kind of a shorthand that you have with people that, you know? Yeah. That'd be interesting. I wonder if, uh, I wish, you know, stuff like that's which I wish we could have thought of to ask Pete, uh, when he was on speaking of him, we get a, we get a shot of him, I think at the beginning. Um, and in the middle, he's hugging, he's, he's hugging two different women. The yeah, woman, I sisters. I was wondering that because like, it doesn't look like it's his girlfriend type thing. It's not no. like, uh, whatever, but it's just like a nice hug right at the two second mark. You can see the woman that he's hugging. Mm -hmm. I, she looks an awful lot like the woman that Chuzu was dancing with at the officer's club. Oh. <laughs> Sweet's going back to the brig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chuzu has no shame. Yeah. <laughs> and Sweet's going to be a private forever. Yeah. <laughs> no re-up papers for you, son. Yeah. And then right about the 38-second mark, we see him hugging a different woman. And that same woman is kind of walking up. Yeah. And uh, that's that's it for Swede. We say goodbye to Swede. Um, 
we do get another shot of Keones as Gunny goes through the crowd. Uh, we we don't see Aponte anymore. Collins again. We see Collins with his family. But yeah, I think we our last shot of uh, Aponte. Oh no, we do get Aponte right at the last fifty-seven uh, second mark. Aponte's hugging Mrs. Aponte. Yeah, punching way up above his weight. Oh, for sure, totally. <laughs> yeah, Gunny's just kind of taking it all in, watching his Marines reunite, uh, do do stuff and he's never got before which is a, a homecoming like this you know yeah which i mean you know in the context it's like for us now you know news footage uh, always showing you know a welcome home and stuff like this but remembering that you know he was a vietnam vet yeah you know that he didn't get this now korea he figured he would have gotten something but i don't think so not. yeah i don't think so i think at that point they were so sick of war because of world war ii was not that long before yeah uh, I really don't think there was pomp and circumstance at all for that. Well, I think stuff like this, too, is probably a reaction to the shameful behavior of the, the Vietnam vets coming back. I mean, I think it's great nowadays how everybody is. Thank you for your service. And and I think there is a, a, a big acknowledgement of the military and their sacrifice. Um, I think it's great. I, uh, hands down. Yeah. Yep. But but there is a cynical response to why this happens. And, and yeah. And, it, and there's a couple reasons, in my opinion, and I could I'm, I could be wrong, so I reserve the right to be wrong. But in my observation, there is the people who genuinely appreciate the military, um, and 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 even the people who maybe don't appreciate the military realize that the way the Vietnam vets were treated was wrong, a hundred percent wrong. Yeah, they didn't have anything to do with any of that right. stuff. They were just going on what they were told. Right. So people, even if they agree with the action or not, they realized, well, it's not the troops' fault. You know, like, so even if, like, I disagree with the Iraq war, but the troops didn't say, let's go. You know, the person I disagree with told them to go. So people went out of their way to, you know, make sure they didn't repeat the same mistakes that the Vietnam vets got. And I, so, you know, so you got people on both sides of the aisle, kind of both. Uh, you know, people who love the military, people who may hate hate it, but are at least not going to make the same mistake. You, you yeah. know, as far as military action. So that's one one reason. Do you don't want to make that mistake? Of course, right. again, I mean, I guess the third. I mean, I guess the second reason could be because people genuinely appreciate the military and just want to celebrate them. But I, then there's a more cynical reason I think too is yeah. is when when Afghanistan, Iraq war, all the war on terror first kicked off, which is where all this thank you for your service kind of really kicked in because nobody gave two shits <laughs> and anything yeah. in the 90s. You know, that, like because I, I actually talked about it, like none of this happened for us. No, I'm not saying like awesome. We, we didn't really. This would have been that. a pain in the ass, man. Every time you go somewhere and you come back and yeah. they're all like, fuck. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because somebody will fuck it up. Somebody, somebody in the uh, in the upper echelon is going to turn it into something else. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. I mean, we had plenty of people go out on floats for six months and stuff like that, yeah. and there was none of this when we when they got back, you know. So yeah, um, <clears throat> then you show back up to work one day. Right, right, exactly. So, anyways, but the, the more cynical thing is people who criticized going to um, the, the wars that they didn't think we should be part of. There was a lot of the. I support the troops. I don't support the war. And it was almost like that's their cover Yeah. to, to be like, well, you know, this, this is a travesty and this and that we shouldn't be doing any of this military action, but I support the troops, you know? Yeah. So there, and that was cover to be able to criticize what was going on, but, but, but trying to distinguish yourself from sounding like you're basically anti-military, you know, you know what I mean? Now I think that, um, over 
you know, that was where it first kind of started from. But I think just over time, you know, like, like when, once corporations and all that kind of adopt this whole Veterans Day giving you a, a discount or... Yeah, when they figure out a way to profit from it. Or, or thank you for your service. I, I think it was be- also because it just became more mainstream. It became the norm. So everybody yeah. just kind of does it now. I, I joked the other day when it's always awkward when somebody says, thank you for your service. Um, I think, again, I think it's great. I encourage people to continue to do it. It's just, I'm an awkward person when people say it to me, especially yeah. when I'm like, people don't know that most people don't know the difference between the branches or, or you know, whatever. They just see that you serve. And I think uh, they automatically think you were in Iraq, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I, you know, like I didn't do that. So I also kind of feel like a little bit of a fraud where it's kind of like, you think you're thanking me for my sacrifice. And I just, I said it in North Carolina for, you know, four years, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Uh, but at the same time, like I have to let, la- like I laughed the other day because like there was one time I saw like some ROTC kids that were clearly high school kids or uniforms weren't any sort of military uniform at all. <laughs> they were just like, a, oh, they were a military academy. That's what they were. And people started clapping and telling them, thank you for your service. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. These are kids. <laughs> They're not in the military. They went to a military school. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, and I was just laughing because I'm like, just, people don't know, but they, they, they see the uniform and they think that's what they have to say. Or maybe yeah. they genuinely want to. They genuinely may want to. Um, but, but they just, they just don't know. And I'm like, I'm like, that's why a lot of times I'm like, I don't, I won't say thank you to, for your service to most people that I see that are veterans. If I see a Marine, I may say Semper Fi. Yeah, that's it. Um, but I, I typically will not say thank you for your service. Uh, especially when it's like two service members circle jerking each other of like, thank you for your service. No, thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it gets a little, especially if there's a bunch of you around and it's like, it's oh, like doctor, no. doctor, 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 doctor. doctor. <laughs> I, although I did see, I think it's, uh, it's either, um, it's either grunt style or leatherneck for life. I forget which one, uh, both excellent t-shirt companies. So go check them out. They both have great options and great t-shirts. Uh, one of it was the, National Defense ribbon with an eagle over it, and it says "I served." <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to get—I want to get that so bad because I think it's hilarious. The only problem is most people won't get that I'm doing it ironically. Like that's the joke. Like I serve. Look at me. I got my National Defense ribbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, but then people might be like, I would—I wouldn't want to wear it because then I won't want people thinking like literally. It's like I'm drawing a billboard to it but I, I think it's hilarious though like <laughs> like that's something i would wear like to the vfw or something if i was going to like the american legion like yeah fuckers, i served <laughs> if i wore it out in town people would take it like at face value like oh thank you for your service yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah love you're, me. Missing, you're right right exactly love me you're missing the joke yeah um, <laughs> So we, I mean, basically, this is it. I think we literally say goodbye to everybody this minute. I don't think there's any more uh, recon guys in the background that we see after this. So one of these people that we're saying goodbye to is is a uh, sweet Peacock. Yep. Oh, before I get there, before I get there, I wanted a shot of like a, a doofy family, like a tall doofy kind of awkward family, well, just kind of looking, looking around. around. Like he's like, oh, he's got to be here any minute now. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, how how would that have gone? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yep. Oh, that would, uh, uh, it, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll so, <laughs> I, um, we say goodbye, we say goodbye to Peacock, uh, Swede, uh, on the film. So, um, we had a, a, a reached out to, to Pete on Instagram and I just put it out there as, you know, what, you know, we're basically coming to the end is, is, uh, it's been a great ride, but if is there any last memories anybody would like to share? And Pete said, um, you know, Heartbreak Ridge had changed his life in ways that he never could have imagined, all positive. It starts with the opportunity to work with Clint Eastwood and experience what an exceptionally generous and talented man he is. Additionally, uh, the five weeks uh, spent filming left him with a, pro- uh, a profound respect and admiration for our military servicemen and women. God bless them. Uh, it's been no secret that Pete Koch has. Um, been pro-military and supportive of the military. He 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 wore that on his sleeve uh, both times that he guested on our show. Oh yeah, he made no bones about that. So that was nice of him to say. Nice of him to give us uh, some closing thoughts on his uh, time on on Heartbreak Ridge, especially since he, I yeah, I feel he's been a, an important part of this uh, experience that we've gone through. Yeah, it was awesome having him here. Yeah, I'd say he's the unofficial third you know podcast host it, just for his. Uh, um, openness and 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 uh um you know whatever of making yourself available to us for um not just guesting but a few times we chatted privately just to get some feedback get some mm-hmm. information um in fact i recently just sh- uh, shared a behind the scenes photo provided by him i just you know check checked with him real quick make sure he was fine if i shared it he of course he was he's very giving of this movie and of the military so uh thanks to pete for coming on thanks to pete for for being there and, and giving us uh, just a bevy of information uh but uh that being said you got anything about this minute you want to cover we need tau guy walking around in the background of all these scenes i wish we uh i wish we could have gotten him on the show oh that would have been awesome but <laughs> i don't know i miss tau guy yeah. tau guy needs tau guy needs to come back tau guy needs his own movie right <laughs> rise of towel guy yeah uh, no, man, I got nothing. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. It's Friday, so please go to moviesbyminutes.com. Uh, check out the other Movies by Minutes. Please come back then and, uh, you know, finish out this movie strong with us. And also uh, join us on our quarter deck, Facebook, uh, Facebook Marine Corps Movie Minute quarter deck, uh, private group on Facebook, and Instagram, Marine Corps Movie Minute Pod. Follow us there. Try to post a lot of pictures there when, when I can. Anyways, Perry, duty calls. 